Hello, everyone, and welcome to State of the Realm, your Final Fantasy XIV podcast that happens on occasion, but we actually have stuff to talk about, so it's happening quite a little bit for the next couple of weeks. Yeah, we pulled ourselves away from our games, our other games, long enough to do a podcast. For me, I'm almost done with Final Fantasy VI into Elden Ring and Sly, trying to get Elden Ring done before Gran Turismo 7 comes out. So, uh, But we're here, and we're going to talk about the latest live letter, which was about the next ten years or so they said, of Final Fantasy XIV. So, to do a show, you need some hosts. I'm one of them, Mr. Happy, and of course, Sly, who's already playing Elden Ring again. Didn't even wait till the show was all the way started to start playing again. You know, I, Sly, I actually feel with you on that, because I did the same thing (laughs) to Mr. Byrne yesterday. He was like, last second, hey... We need someone for the show. Are you available tonight? And I said, I really got to finish Final Fantasy VI before or as quick as possible every minute away. I'm like, okay, I'll do the show, but I'm playing Final Fantasy VI the whole show. I'll do something that's low attention so I don't ghost, but that's what I did. So I, I beat up dinosaurs for an hour. Yeah, see, Elden Ring's not low attention. Yeah, you're gonna, no, you're gonna die repeatedly if you try to do Uh, Elden Ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like you just died even picking up the controller. Like you, you, we took two steps out. That's usually what happens. Yeah. That's usually what happens, yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, Mm -hmm. uh, don't worry, Sly. Um, I'm gonna say the most cursed thing that we ever say on the show is I don't think it'll be that long of a show. So you can get back to Elden Ring. Here we go. No, there's only two of us. This show's about to be, this show's about to be three hours long, ladies and gentlemen. That is now three o'clock Eastern. Absolutely incorrect. Yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna be about, we're gonna probably finish about six o'clock Eastern tonight. So get ready, everybody. There's a lot to talk about. Let's go. All right. Next thing that we talk about that's gonna take three hours of time is gonna be Mario Party. All right. That's gonna be the next thing that we do together that takes up three hours of our time. Okay. Not this show, though. (laughs) Caption that. (laughs) Uh, Before we get started, uh, thank you again to our sponsors. I say again because I say it every week, but I haven't said it yet today. Uh, Patreon, of course, they support the channel. You know, they support the show. Even though, you know, there's nothing, there's nothing on Patreon. It's not like there's there's any rewards or benefits. They support because they like us. I think, at least. They haven't asked me for, like, feet pictures. I I would hope. I would. So. I would hope that they like us, and I would hope that they don't ask for feedbacks, but thank you. The good news is I would be the first one to see them, so I can moderate, and you would just never know. Thank you, patrons. We really appreciate you. Yeah. And uh, thank you to Steel Series. The latest giveaway just ended. I still have to pull a winner for it. So for this one under YouTube, there will be a new one starting up, a new monthly giveaway for Steel Series. It's been really hard getting people their prizes because... (laughs) <laughs> one person has been waiting for their prize for two months because I'll, they'll ship anyway, anywhere they'll ship, but you know, I'm willing to do the giveaway winners for, um, but they've been out in a lot of regions just since new year's, you know, it's, it just, it's been, it's production has been an issue for a couple of years just because of everything going on. But, um, uh, if anyone's, if the winner happens to be in the U S I think it's, it's pretty quick U S or UK, I think are the fastest shipping ones. So, that's been a problem. But either way, we're still doing them. We're still picking winners, and they will get prizes, yada, yada, yada. So thank you to Steel Series for helping out with that. Appreciate it. Okay, Sly. Live letter. Yep. Before we even start talking about this one, I have a very important mm-hmm. question for you. 
What's up? What are we doing for the next one? Because <laughs> it's next week. <laughs> we didn't plan for that. Okay, look. <laughs> I definitely didn't plan for that. And once they said the date, I'm like, hold on. I had to, I had to talk, I had to talk to Chad. I'm like, hold on, did he say March 4th? You're like, yeah. Here's the thing. I will already be up at midnight. Like, probably doing a license test because that's the first thing you do. How early do you want to fucking do this? Because I will. I think we we'll just do it Saturday. First Saturdays. Well, if we do it that's, early that's Saturday, fine. Do, no, we do it. Early. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. Hey, done. All right. Whew. Yeah, March March okay. March fifth at noon. So 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 eight days from when we're recording this. Yeah. So put that in your calendar, Sly. March March fifth. Already in. There you go. Perfect. I was I as soon as I joked about it on you with Twitter, I said no, we'll just do it Saturday. I just won't tell them until the next state of the realm. I'll just I'll leave them hanging oh, sure. until then. Of course you would. Well, I knew we were, because I'm going to have to tell them anyway, so I figure best. But yeah, I mean, that's, it's crazy. I don't think we've ever had two live letters this close to each other before. We didn't even know that it was going to be, I thought it was going to be like end of March, like mid-March, like third week of March. Nope, first, first Friday of March at 3 a.m., back to normal times, back to no English translations, back to normal, I suppose you could say for the next one. Quote, unquote. No, it's and, normal. yeah... Yeah, we're definitely not doing a watch party for this. Nope. I mean, like, mm-mm. too goddamn early. We've learned our lesson about watch parties, man. We really. <laughs> I mean, well, to be fair, for you it's three a.m. For me it's six a.m. So that's like bojangles and and like in the morning for me, and I'm good. For you it's three a.m. Like, yeah, I feel for you. But I'm always prepared. I actually, I actually. It's going to sound crazy. I prefer the 3 a.m. live letters over the 6 p.m. live letters because it's easier for me to go to sleep at 3 in the afternoon or 4 in the afternoon the more, the, the, the day before and mm-hmm. wake up early than it is for me to stay up late after being up all day to do yeah, the live true. letter in the evening. That's true. So yeah. this is actually going to be better for me. In a sense. I'm actually looking forward to going back to 3M. Not looking forward to going back to unofficial translations, but um, not that they're bad, but it's just, it's un- it's different. For, like, maintaining attention. We appreciate the Reddit. Yeah, we, we like, we're, we're glad that we have them. I mean, we're even going to be using the Reddit compilation of slides for this. But it's um, it's so much easier. Like, it's, it's all the little things that, like, don't get translated. You know, like that, uh, you know, mm-hmm. I may or... Uh, you know, anyone who's translating, I suppose, Kate, in this case, we had her for the second half. Um, that's, uh, it's just, it's totally different. You're like in on the joke, you know, when they start messing yeah. around and laughing, you get in on the joke real quick. You're not like trying to read, yeah. oh, are they translating this over on this discord? And it's like, uh, so yeah, March 4th. So our next show will be March 5th. will be on that. And then we'll worry about the melee and caster shows that we still haven't done. <laughs> Got a couple weeks now for those. Give people some. Some time to get free of Elden Ring and uh, a few other things to to free some time up. So that actually kind of works out. So this live Mm -hmm. letter, before, I I guess, before we talk about the specifics of it, 
How did you feel about it as an overall live letter? Because it was very, very different from pretty much every live letter we've had before. It was a, uh, it was a landmark live letter. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's the, um, the first 10 years of Final Fantasy 14. And going back through that history, I don't know, I kind of, I kind of got a little emotional. I did. Ed Walker then. took all that, like, I've been through this for 10 years emotion out. So when they were like, yeah, this is our history, I'm like, I know, I know, just please. Like, I've, I, I'm, I, the tears are verted, come and gone. I'm, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to more tears. I need to redirect my emotion at this point. Yeah, this one, this one definitely hit different for me. I mean, my big thing is it just, it was the live letter that felt like it wasted my time the least. <laughs> Compared to like the ones that we've done like watch parties for where we've sat there just wondering, mm-hmm. oh my God, when is it gonna end? No, see, the thing is, it, it usually, it's not, how should I put this? I don't know, how should you? It's content we like. It's content that's relevant to us. So, I mean, when we did it, it was fun. So, and in my opinion, having fun wasting time isn't time wasted. Sly, I had a great time. Those were funny times, staying up through. But I'm not just talking about those ones. I'm talking about even the ones that I wait that before the ones we did watch parties for, where it's 45 minutes of stuff that's important and over two hours of me just wondering if there's, like, any microcosm of, of, of information that isn't just, like, a casual conversation or QVC. Oh, come on. We all love QVC. We buy Sometimes that shit anyway. Sometimes we like come QVC. On. Sometimes. When they we show buy off that 12, shit anyway. Stop when they it. show off 12 products that are Japan-only, and I know I'm going to have to buy them off Itakuji. Then I'm like, oh, this is going to take forever. Because I remember I got the – the Stein actually wasn't because of it being Japan only. The Stein was a production issue. But that took me like nine months to get because Square Enix just mm-hmm. got backed up on production for it. So it's like I can't, mm-hmm. be, I can't be that excited about things that are available exclusively in Japan. I'm not like reading the mangas as they come out for the friggin' like high school life. I see tweets about it, but I'm not <laughs> – I'm not sitting here waiting. For I should. That. I should actually read that. You should just read uh, I, uh, Audrey's uh, translations of them because they're only in Japanese. But <laughs> she has the she translates the she translates the synopsis of the of the mangas. <clears throat> and uh, just know that Ishtola is mommy. That's all you need to know. That they call her that formally. So, feel like that's important information for most people that are watching. Not on a millions was mommy. No, no, it's Tola's mommy. <laughs> she's mom of the class. Uh-huh. She's class mommy. There you go. And uh, obviously the important details we make sure to cover here. So that's uh, had to make sure that we got that out of the way. <laughs> so yeah, this one this one was definitely on a more positive note, and it started on a kind of mm-hmm. awkward note because. 30 How's minutes that? before the live letter began, Yoshida decided to talk about NFTs and blockchain. NFTs. Yeah. Um, 
it was 50% like, oh, thank God, and 50% like, <laughs> so his first statement was, there are no NFTs coming to Final Fantasy fourteen. Please stop saying that's going to happen. <laughs> at the, he, although he said at the moment we have no plans. Of course, he's, he's, Yoshida never a man of full commitment, always a man of right now, right nows and currently. So not right now. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a little, little silver lining there. You have to, you have to keep an eye out for. But then he also said he like went into this whole thing about how he wanted to like sit down and like talk with like technology, like a technology podcast or, or show or something about the tech about blockchain technology and everything. Because he's like, oh, people don't really understand it. And if it were possible to do this in a non like harmful or predatory or means that would like be criticized or, or make people upset, we would, you know, we, we would have to consider it. And everyone's like, yeah, but that way doesn't exist yet. So we're, <laughs> we're just going to be like, thank you for saying no. We're moving on. Essentially. Yeah. <laughs> but he spent a lot of time. Like It was like a 20-minute pre-show. <laughs> yeah, see, I wasn't there for that. Like, and I, I heard about it, and I'm like. Does that mean like, you I, his, like his story, his, his anecdote about the mother who was like. Spending time with her son in the city, but his son, her son was going to start working at Square Enix, uh, and they saw Yoshi P, and she was like, "Who is this hoodlum who's going to be my son's boss?" <laughs> I didn't hear that either. Yeah, that one's funny. I thought it was going to be like Yoshi P started hitting on his his new his new like intern's mom or something. I thought it was. I thought that's how the story was going to go. But then he's like, "No, he's like, I look so disheveled. She must have thought I looked like." Like what am I what am I sending my son into? This is not a good environment. And and what's his actual title now with Square Enix? He's on the board of directors. He's producer and director of Final Fantasy fourteen and he's on the board of directors for Square Enix. And yeah. he looked like a destroyed Shuffled. man. <laughs> Shuffled. He's like it's just a, he doesn't he doesn't get he doesn't get any sleep, that's why. I no, I think he's fine. Because it was, he said he was only disheveled because they were doing an interview about uh, something about the metaverse, and they had like a 770 word interview written out, and they needed to condense it to like 370 words. My favorite part of the whole live letter is Foxclon was like, "I saw that email, and then I just closed my email." <laughs> so the email said, "Bring it down to this many words." I closed my email. <laughs> Oh my god, it's so well timed. What a what a comedy genius that Fox Clon. Uh, yeah, so that that was fun in and of itself. That's worth a, that's worth a go back and watch because it was all translated. The whole thing, all those stories are translated. So it was uh, again, it was nice. And then that left us going into the actual live letter, which mm-hmm. uh, came in like four parts. This live letter. Uh, they, yeah. they started with what you mentioned, um, our journey thus far. Mm-hmm. And, you know, again, we've kind of been over that so much in the last year. Uh, I, I mean, yeah, it's cool to this point. Like I was there, I remember that, but for me, it's like, I am just, I'm here for the future of the game for the next 10 years. Uh, he assured us he's not quitting <laughs> again. He's like, I am not stopping. This is my baby. You have to kill this man to, be, to stop him from doing 14 at this point. And I would please ask that you do not kill Yoshi P. 
I think he's doing that to himself at this point, but you know, I don't think you need to step in. Yeah. So there's that all the way back to 2010. (sighs) Talking about how they're like, Oh, it's our game's not hard enough. Let's make Gordius. Then we made Gordius and they're like, it's too hard. Like, no, (laughs) no. Ralbon extreme. Mm-hmm. marketing and PR team doing their damnedest. And then we moved on into what the next 10 years are called new found futures. Now they don't go too specifically into that title on if it's just like a fun little PR name or if that's actually the next kind of chapter of the game. I wonder if that's our 6.1 title. <laughs> and they just, they just hit it from us. They're just like, yeah, new found futures, whatever. That would that wouldn't surprise me in the least. Well, apparently the six point one title he he apologized. He's like, it's going to be really straight. Like, it's so straightforward. It's not clever in any way, and this isn't clever. So I'm <laughs> like, maybe it's this. I wonder what it'll be. It'll be like. I mean, if it's not newfound futures, maybe it'll be what it was just called, patch six point one, the next patch. <laughs> next story, next patch, new story, new adventure. Yeah. Something really basic. Next generation. Adventuring again. <laughs> Another month subscription. That's what they'll call it. Twelve ninety five. Fourteen ninety five. Uh so looking towards the seven they had three main points that they wanted to touch upon. Advancements mm-hmm. as a solo and multiplayer RPG experience. The game's first graphical update. And then a little bit more of a short-term roadmap of just what is planned for patch 6.x. Now, the one thing that surprised me, even though I guess it's a little less surprising because this is Yoshi P we're talking about, we all want to know, I mean, we're all going to find out either way, but we all want to know, like, where the story is going to And in this regard, like, We've been dealing with Asians for about 10 years. What the fuck could be a bigger threat than the Asians? I mean, when you really think about it, like, I mean, we, we dealt with dragons. I mean, we still have like two dragons out there, Azdaja. Azdaja just sat, sat out the, the end of days. He was like, yeah, I'm just, I'm just watching Netflix. I don't give a fuck about this. Y'all can have that. Um, but Azdaj is out there, like, you don't even know he, if he's friend or foe. And then there's the whole new world, which really looking forward to going to the new world. I highly believe we're going to the new world. Um, what could be worse than Asians in the end of days? I think there's the misconception that there has to be a worse than as opposed to just another. If there, like, the thing is, if there's not a worse Dan, I feel like the story just falls flat. I mean, it, like, how, like, these past watch two much anime. Anime. Stop watching Shonen. Stop, stop watching, uh, uh, fucking, what are they called? Uh, I'm bad with classes. No, it's not Shonen, because I'm thinking Shonen Jump. Is it Shonen's? What am I thinking? Yeah, I don't watch, I don't, I mean, you're probably thinking Shonen's, but I don't yeah. watch a lot of Shonen's. Yeah, stop watching animes, because that's, that's what that's what animes do. Animes make every next threat a bigger threat than the last one because then otherwise what are the stakes? 
But I feel like if the stakes aren't, we've had two good expansions. We had Shadowbringers and then Endwalker. If the stakes aren't as high, I feel like the story will fall flat. I mean, the stakes, something else can destroy the world. It just doesn't have to be a little depressed girl. You know, it can be anything. <laughs> it could be some ancient Asian relic that was like buried ages ago or some Allegan, you know, secret that was dug up at some point. I mean, it's not that we'll never see elements of those ever come through again, but I mean, we can, we can travel throughout dimensions. We can travel throughout time. We can travel potentially through space. There's literally an entire world still completely engulfed in darkness. It's like, there's things happening out there. We also don't know what happened to the rest of the world during the end of days, or if it pretty much only concentrated in those couple of areas where we really saw it spring out. But on top of that, you don't need big steaks unless you're really hungry. So you can just have... I know you were going there. You can just have bad things happening that you are a part of. You can go exploring, adventuring... And there's probably still some bad shit out there. It's just don't expect us to be traveling to the edge of the universe to fight an emo bird, a emo bird girl. But we have that ability. We can do that now. We absolutely can. But that doesn't mean those are the stakes every time. Suddenly, like, suddenly we find out the real Shinryu is, like, traveling between dimensions and eating worlds or some crap. Like, I don't know. If you want it, maybe. The void, maybe somebody opens a void portal and just the the world of darkness just literally comes pouring in uncontrollably. Who knows? There's plenty of options. Now... Moving on to the next, the, the next few slides. They talked a lot about bringing a more solo friendly experience. And this was something they've talked about for a long time. We knew this was coming. So this, yeah. consider this the more formal roadmap of what the plan is. Um, trusts, okay. trusts, 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 compatibility to all story content that it's not available to now, as long as it's a four man instance or a, uh, a four-player trial, which is Garuda Ifrit and Titan, to be clear. Or a, a main scenario dungeon that's also four people. So, Berk's coming. 6.1 it starts, and by 7.0, everything will be caught up. And Squadrons will be lost to the dust, because <laughs> fuck those guys, I guess. They're still faster than Trusts. They'll probably still be faster, to be honest. Even though I'm still working on mine. Um, but yeah, honestly, uh definitely saw this coming a mile away. Uh, it's something, like you said, they've been kind of working towards and inching towards for a while now. And with the influx of uh, newer players, um, you know, some touching an MMO for the very first time. So a lot of them are used to a single-player experience, even though this is an MMO. And then, of course, people can be shitty. Like, again, I don't trust half of y'all. Half of y'all, I think y'all eat people. I don't trust y'all. Bro, it's crazy. That's why I'm in static. That. I was watching Sin City last night. It's crazy that you went to eating people. <laughs> Spoiler, there's somebody who eats people in Sin City. God damn it. But yeah, like, 
so yeah, I can definitely see like, you know, a lot of newer players using it because, you know, it can be intimidating, like being in, being in a new game and not knowing the mechanics. And I know that a lot of the community is, um, welcoming and helpful. And then there are some who aren't. And there's a chance you'll find some that aren't. So, uh, it can be intimidating. And that's why, you know, inching it towards kind of a solo thing to kind of, you know, have people be comfortable. And then if they want to try harder content with people, they can later. So yeah, I'm all for this. So I, I have two thoughts about this. One, okay. absolutely do it because yeah. there's, it doesn't matter. Like we've already seen with trust up to this point, queues aren't longer because of trust for the dungeons. Like some people just have no interest in playing alone and it's separating the, the, the people who want to do it alone, the people who don't. Um, on top of that, sometimes you just want to do it the first time and see what the trust interactions are. And then when you do it repeat times, whether it be through roulettes or just queuing to get it done faster with friends, as long as doing it with friends or with a, with a group with a people is considered the generally faster method. It usually, the, the world's even out. I will say this, um, a discussion that the other thing I was thinking is a discussion I've been having a lot since Lost Ark came out was how the two games share one similarity, 14 and Lost Ark, more than any other, and that they are both really bad at preparing you for when you get to content that is supposed to actually be involved and interactive and in any degree challenging. And this kind of keeps feeding that problem. They still don't have a great means of actually teaching the player. And I don't think, I, I, at this point, I'm convinced that the trusts doing, like people who do trust with the Shadowbringers and Walker's Dungeons, have not actually somehow learned how to do those fights. They just know where to go when they do it with trust. Because there's, it's impossible as many people die as, as they do when they're not first timers in that dungeon, and they've probably done it with trust before. So, uh, I do, I, I always have that concern in the back of my head, but I also know that if somebody wants to play good, they'll always go out of their way to do it, and people who don't won't. So, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. It's just always a thought on my mind. Um, but they will have to play with people still a bit for eight player trials, at least for the time being. Uh, apparently yeah. the, uh, Heidelin trial, they, uh, th- they said that that was very resource intensive. So they can't just retroactively add trusts to all the eight player ones. So you're not completely out of the woods yet, solo players. Thinking back on the Hydaelyn, is it really for to program that amount of cohesiveness? Is that really well? Yeah, I guess it would be intensive. I do. Um, I do think the Hydaelyn trial is more intensive than most would be because they actually designed it very intelligently. If you look at the trusts during the that version of it. Um, they actually learn as the fight goes, like they're scripted to get hit by certain attacks and to stand in the wrong spot and nearly die. But then as the fight goes on, they gradually start actually yeah. remembering to avoid it. Um, I think only Ishtola never deliberately gets hit. I think she's the only one who actually is smart enough. And I think she even explains that's because of the way she sees playing a role in, in how she's able to do that. So, uh, yeah, it 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 is it 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 is what it is. They they say it's intensive. I'm not going to question it because it's not like they're not trying to do it elsewhere. So maybe intensive meaning they're already doing other things, and it is a resource that needs to be allocated 
and that's just not possible. Mm-hmm. So there is, there's all that. So almost all the way there. But their good news is some eight player content is going to be brought down to four players <laughs> in that of Castrum and Praetorium. They're going to be four player instances with trusts, you know? Well, didn't answer the question of whether or not we can skip cutscenes. I'd imagine. If you can do it with trust, you can definitely do it. It's really, the big thing they didn't talk about was the roulette. Because <laughs> I think the roulette's going, going, gone. And the roulette, the only reason we can't watch cutscenes is because of the roulette. They need to keep the rewards consistent with the time invested. So, mm-hmm. I say, yeah, you probably will be able to. You just won't be doing MSQ roulette anymore. So they got to shift the rewards to something else? Or just we won't have them anymore. Enjoy. That's going to suck. No, doing it sucked. (laughs) Doing the roulette sucked. I hate how popular that roulette is. That roulette's awful. That that is an encouragement of the worst of things, because not only do you have to watch all the cutscenes, but the people who have tricks of getting through it faster still make it shit for the people doing it for the first time. Mm-hmm. People who put it in different languages because it has faster text so they can get in out of the cutscenes faster. People who disconnect and reconnect into it so that way they can skip a cutscene overall. And people who know about like tanking enemies here so you can skip mobs there and blah, 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 blah. It's already still a disaster. So. But while those roulettes, while the MSQ roulette is, of course, a question mark. There's two things that will not be in a roulette anymore, ever. Cape Westwind is a solo instance now, and Rattan's going to earn his goddamn respect. <laughs> he is he pour is tired of the homie. No, he is tired of being. Pour one out for the homie. No, you're not pouring one out because he's going to be better for this. He's not going to die in 45 he's, seconds anymore. He's going to be he's going to demand the respect that he deserves. You respect that man. This is not respectful. What you're doing that is that drink is disrespectful, Sly. Can't believe you. The man's been demoted. That's not a demotion. That's a promotion. What he is right now is a demotion. Every patch we got a buff, he got demoted. This is a promotion. See, that's what they say to make you think it is. No. That's and then they, they give you they give you your own little office and everything, and you ain't got shit to do. Yeah, he's gonna it's a demotion. No, he's gonna be like yeah, he's gonna be like a job quest finale. He's gonna be like one of those bosses. The only meme is when how quick he's going to kill you when you lose. And you're a loser. Yes. We're Titan will miss you, my man. You and your mullet. Don't worry. We've got another dungeon for him anyway. Uh, and then also, they're taking the final encounter off the end of Praetorium and making that a solo instance as well. Uh, the La Habrea encounter at the end of the Praetorium. Um, that kind of in a similar boat, but by the time you're at the end of the Praetorium, you're like, oh my God, just get me out of here. So no one's really as excited about that, but you know, 
That's that should be fun. That kind of feels weird though. Like you do you do Ultima and then it cuts off and then what they just stick the I guess the cutscene after Ultima with Lara Brea and its own thing and then trial. I guess. I mean, that feels weird. In my opinion, it feels weird to go from the Ultima weapon to this shitty little Asian who just puts puddles under you for ten seconds and then dies. I I think he, I always felt he was very anticlimactic after you've just beaten the Ultima weapon. It's just like a natural finale, you know. And now it'll feel like an actual finale to a Realm Reborn. I think he's also getting a promotion, technically. Again. Promotion. They're sticking him in his own office. They're sticking him in his own office with nothing to do. No, you're giving him an office. And he was sitting at a shitty little desk before, and you would just pile on papers. Now he gets a closed door. He gets a secretary. He gets a plant. He gets drawers. He has a bookshelf that he can put books that he doesn't read on there. The secretary is the ultimate weapon. I'm actually picturing this in my head. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> I'm saying it's a promotion. Um, and as for the actual trust, they're apparently going to be like minor scion characters who can actually participate in these kind of activities. Um, so you might get like some B-listers, Tory Boulder, yeah. Um, there's a bunch throughout all of the expansions that we'll probably be seeing join us. They could also just be like new, like B-listers that were never named before. They just need to be, in some cases, Echo Gifted, like the four player trials. They need to be like Hori Boulder and characters like that. And then otherwise, they just need to be characters who just aren't busy. <laughs> as long as we know they're not busy at that point, they're, they're viable, you know. Just don't expect anything yeah. too crazy outside of specific encounters that may have more unique NPCs. And we'll talk about that more next week with uh, the mm-hmm. 6.1 live letter when they go to show us the examples of the Realm Reborn. Because they're doing all the way to Praetorium in 6.1. So that'll be soon. Let's made some other changes. Total Rock's not going to have the movement slow on the ground anymore. I, I mean, I, I cool, but... It's a weird thing to just now all of a sudden decide is an unacceptable thing to do. But, eh. Yeah, I don't get it. They'll make other adjustments, but they didn't tell us about the other adjustments. They just gave us that one example. Um, but with that, that was it for them talking about, like, the solo, like, how they're going to be doing that. That's almost, that's done in, like, two years. Though. I don't know how that's part of a 10-year plan. But I guess it's just setting the precedent that this kind of, I guess, uh, mentality of a player or this kind of interest in a player will be supported in case they've never wanted to play it before. Cause that's who they're going after. They're going after the people who won't play it because it's an MMO. They're like, no, 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 look, you can try it. Like you can, we, you can play it on your own just cause it's an MMO. doesn't mean always multiplayer it just means can be multiplayer. So I'll see if it works. I think it will. I think there's a lot of demand for this. Yeah. Yeah. We see it with every other MMO. Like, there's an almost completely solo experience while you're going through the leveling. So, this is kind of almost bringing it into the modern era, I feel like. Then we have the first graphical update to Final Fantasy XIV. Now, we kind of predicted something in this realm 
beforehand, but we predicted an engine update that came with a graphical update. This is just a fresh coat of paint on the same, you know, Chevy, like, 32 engine or something. That was terrible. Don't ever do that again. I mean, what, what else would you call 14's engine? <laughs> it's certainly not like... It's not like a classic, like a, like everyone's favorite Toyota Corolla or anything, you know? It's no Mitsubishi. 4K grapes, my boys! Let's go! I'm so glad he acknowledged the 4K grapes. I don't think he, they expected the grapes to be in such demand. New pasta on top after, of the same old spaghetti, don't you? After, know? Never mind. after smooth rock and... and... Polygonal grapes? How did you not? We, we get 4K rock now and grapes. It's not about 4K. It's about like uh, textures and lighting, and it's not about 4K, Sly. But he did make the 4K grapes joke. He did actually make that joke, so I'll give you that. Now, they spend the next amount of time talking about kind of the goals of this graphical update, what it is, what it isn't. What it isn't is an a goal to look hyper-realistic, like a lot of modern exactly. releases. Um, Forbidden so West released we, on the same day, yeah, so wanted to make sure. So, yeah, we saw that Yeah, we saw that picture of Derplander, and you can definitely see some pores. And, and what was your initial reaction to this? Because for me, it was like... Eh. I looked at it and went, ugh, I don't want to look like that. Look at all, I can see their pores, and it's like, like, that's, yeah. that's neat, but like, I'd rather let a modder do that for themselves. I don't want to look like that. And then they're like, no, not this. Yay. <laughs> Thank God. That did not look now, good. Now, with this graphical update, the one thing I really wanted to do, and I should have done after the button, seeing this now. We should have looked, went back and looked at the trailers for 16. And, like, kind of, like, imagine or envision what 14 would look like on that engine. I don't even think, for me, I don't even like to think that way, because especially because it already says new graphics will not be comparable to standalone titles. Like, that is that is the biggest point they drive home. So thinking, I understand that it's the same, it's the same uh, business division, but at mm-hmm. the same time, I, I, I think that statement alone recognizes we are not just trying to make 16th graphics and 14. And that's evident. Like, if you watch the trailers, there's still a significant amount of difference. Even in just... The, 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 the minuscule things, even just like little art style decisions that are just drastically different between the two. Um, they're just not built to be the same way. Especially, we really haven't seen much of the lighting in 16 with the one trailer that we've had. And we get a lot of pretty solid examples of how the game's imp- uh, appearance will be improved from this graphical update. Uh, let's see. Uh, they are gonna, they did make note that in 7.0 graphical, like, uh, uh, hardware minimums are going to be going, they're gonna be adjusted. Uh, Mm. they will change in 7.0. But the PS4 is staying. 
people keep thinking that the PS4 holds the limitations. Game yeah, it doesn't. They've been yeah. very clear that at no. the moment it has nothing. It just has to be stuff has to certain stuff just doesn't work as well on the PS4. Like graphics, for example, you know, like they don't need to. The PS4 just doesn't get a graphic update, is what it means. So, should be fine for now. As of 7.0, will not go away for 7.0, which means it'll stay through 7.5. But 8.0, by then, Sony may not be supporting the PlayStation 4 even. So, like, you have to consider that yeah. it's not all on Square Enix. If Sony stops supporting it with like software updates or anything, that that is grounds to stop developing on it. So bear that in mind. So also mm-hmm. 16 does not use the same engine as 15. That is the luminous engine that is being used for, for spoken. Uh, 16 uses a modified version of, I believe 14's engine, which is all it, itself a modified version of the crystal engine. So, and this is all done in house or out of house in house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then we, yeah, there's the hyper-realistic picture. Now, I will say, as for the actual, like, the real images, those looked nice. Once I saw these, I'm like, here come the memes. And sure as shit, sure as shit, it didn't take y'all, it didn't even take y'all a fucking minute once these came up. Like, y'all work fucking fast. Uh, shout out to you in the Final Fantasy XIV community. Y'all work fucking fast. I will say the funniest one, though, is it if the you Rugenin? haven't seen it. Is it the Rugenin singing? No. Oh, mm-hmm. have you not no. seen the Rugenin singing? I can't play it because it's DMCA music. Uh-huh. The, the funniest comparison picture was the uh, Lollafil. It's like current. Yeah. And then the uh, the higher res was just a potato. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot. It's people just took the format and started using it for everything. Everything. Even, not even just like using the races, just straight up replacing the image. Current high res with shaders is a, a premium meme format. We always get one, Sly, every time. Yeah. But I saw people using like face apps to like modify the picture. So I saw like one of the big grin that everybody likes to do to everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw one where yeah. you can like put a face in. Um, so I see Tally use it all the time. Basically, he imposes his face onto like celebrities, and like it plays like an image of like a meme, and he's just like in it. But this one's kind of like the reverse, where it takes the facial image and makes it speak. It's like the one that they use for uh, uh, that one, the Yakuza, uh-huh. yeah. It's like that. Yeah, yeah, I saw some people doing that. There's one of a Rugenin singing uh, "Call Me Maybe" by uh, you know by, by Carly. <laughs> so like I've seen like a bunch of those. Yeah, they're like deep fakes. Yeah, but uh, not in Taiwan. Well, yeah, it's 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 the reverse because a deep fake is again it's the imposing onto it. But <laughs> it's just, it's, people are way too way too quick on <laughs> and spins prior. No. inspired. But, okay, in all seriousness, one thing with this, great, fine. One thing that kind of got, got asked constantly, I'm like, this is, and people are like, this is cool. What are you going to do about, uh, what are you going to do about P3? I never saw a single person ask about P3. Not a yeah, it's like person. all this shit, like with all the lighting and everything, it's like, this shit looks cool. What are you going to do about, what are you going to do about P3? Lighting. 
It won't even matter by the time we get this. Like, it's completely I mean, it won't, irrelevant. It won't, but, like, they really have to rethink that. Holy shit. I didn't have an issue. It hurt my eyes, but I could see everything. I was, it was more the damage it was doing to my brain than, than, than anything else. It's like, oh, just staring at orange hurts. Orange, you going to change this? I had to do it. Uh, so they're going to start with character appearance updates, uh, largely our character models and NPCs who actually mm-hmm. use our assets, which hilariously somebody brought up. That means that Raubon cutting Teleji in half. Teleji uses character given assets, but Raubon uses unique assets. So if they were to not change him, you'd get low res Raubon cutting high res Teleji in half. And <laughs> I was just like, okay, that works. That's a, that's a pretty solid example. Um, not every gear will be updated right away. Not not every asset will be updated right away. Um, and clipping issues are not being addressed because those aren't related to the textures. That's like, that's a deeper thing. This isn't an opportunity to adjust those. And we got a bunch of screenshots, and I think they all look good. Yeah. Titania, no more crap old castle. Yeah, that's the weird that's thing. Cause she look- says it's a dark, dank castle, and dark damp castle but now it's not that's like she's like i'm like this won't be the final lighting clearly um Mm -mm. a big thing with the lighting is they said that this is just like they had the people use like red light to try to kind of like get some example images because they haven't been working on this for very long but that that doesn't mean they're going to do this that means they very likely will use natural sunlight in in cases where it, it makes more sense but they can still improve the lighting with natural sunlight just so it's it, it right. doesn't so something like this doesn't suddenly look like the most brightest and beautiful castle that this dark dank castle actually is. Yeah, they just added in lights for the demo to get a better example of like what it would look like. And then you get uh, the image in yellow mod of a uh, Matia stand. It's like, well, it's not really lighting. It's just y'all just gave Matia more shit. He just had a come up or something. What the hell? Like you. He had nothing, and then the you have more environment. You have more room for environmental objects, so he doesn't look poor. He doesn't look like he's not doing well. Like, I mean, you say that, but like the steps are my favorite detail. But those are those things look like shit. Like, I mean, like they the graphically they look good, but like if I saw that, I'd be like, this place is barely able to stay together. Like if I take if I step on one of these, it could literally like just break out from under me. It looks great. The detail is high. The rocks in the ground, the the grass, <laughs> not even just in the in that picture, but in the actual grass picture. Touching grass, my boys. <laughs> I like that Yoshi Peach. He says that on a lot of the times when they're doing, they're like asking the cutscene people to put stuff together, he's like, please don't show the grass. <laughs> he's like, you'll just have this, like, super low-res grass in the middle of a cutscene. It just looks hideous. <laughs> They're not afraid of their own grass anymore. It does look nice. Just go touch grass. Yeah, step all over it. The metals was also really good from um, from the treasure dungeon. Uh, you can see the reflection mm-hmm. of things in it. It's much more shiny. Yeah, it's it, yeah. I think the the current version looks more of a bronze. And even though we we 
we have like we fix it in gold. Like we we see gold. Yeah. But with this comparison, we're like yeah, like yeah, we're actually looking at bronze. It's a side-by-side. It's the effect of a side-by-side. Like, when I'm playing a game that's 30 FPS and I'm having fun, I'm not thinking about it being 30 FPS, but as soon as I see it alongside 60 FPS, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's that's different. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's very, very different. Uh, Yeah, and then they just go over all that, you know, improved textures, higher resolution shadows, more lighting points, and then other improvements they may make. But this is literally just a month of them trying to, like, pick a direction and you know, get things planned out. I mean, it's a pretty successful first month of work on something of this caliber, and uh, it should give the game a lot more life in regards to just the way people perceive it, the visual perception of it. Definitely. Yeah. And then glams, of course, people are like, oh, how's my glam going to look after this? What's the cloth going to change? Is it going to die well? One thing... With glam, with regard to glam, one thing I really wish they would do, one way they would, I wish they would kind of look at glam is the way Warframe does it, where you can adjust and dye everything. So you have a piece that has like several different parts, like say like it's the, um, the, uh, Lucian Prince outfit, um, and you have like the the uh, outer shirt and the inner shirt. You can dye both, just individually. I think yeah, they said do. why they don't do that. I think they said that it's a lot of storage to do this, a lot of data to store per item, and there's so many items that they just don't. I'm positive that they've they've given an answer on primary and and secondary colors, mm-hmm. and it being largely due to the sheer amount of data and the frequency like that. That comes it comes down to that a lot is the fact that the game saves every yeah. 15 seconds globally and not every 30 on top of the sheer number of items that leads to a lot of decisions like that. Also, the engine being jank as fuck, probably. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it could be worth a re-ask to get them to elaborate if yeah. it's relative to this. So We'll see. Maybe at some point they are working on an engine overhaul, but they don't want to talk about it yet. Who knows? Probably not. I'm just going to say no. <laughs> <laughs> uh so then they wanted to talk more about the short-term future with us. And the funny thing is, and Mr. Byrne brought this up yesterday on his podcast, The Relic Grind. Um, they really only talked about the next two years in this next 10-year show. It's like, oh, this is before 7.0. Oh, this is before 7.0. And they're like, so what about the other eight? Like, what's happening? Where are we? What's going on? I think it was really just to set a precedent for their commitment. And because it sounds – no one wants to hear, it, oh, the next two years. It was more broad. Yeah. It was it was a lot more broad in, in, in the early sense. They just left it. They they gave us a few tidbits and everything, and kept a lot of the you know stuff past these next two years, like really broad, mm-hmm. which understandable. Yeah, I think it was really just it sounds better the next ten years. No one was like, oh, the next two years, I don't care. I'll wait and find out. Next ten years, I gotta tune in. I gotta know. Uh, so then they started talking about the immediate future uh main scenario for 6.1 through 5 hildebrand confirmed returning in 6.1 that's significant sly we haven't had him release in a point one patch since a realm reborn they said they needed a break for him because they were developing his story reactively to people's demand this is proactively after taking a break so we should see something closer to the older quality of the hildebrand quests from this. Don't be surprised yeah. if there's trials or anything of that capacity 
to be associated with it, but he's back as somehow further adventures. And then the, uh, the fashion and cloth and clothing mogul empire of Tataru's grand endeavor is also going to be joining us as a side story quest throughout all of point one through point five. We are going to help her build her empire. <laughs> I mean, we had to get something out of her since she wasn't, um, Zodiac. True. She still could be. We don't know. What? She could still be the final boss by the end of 6.5. It's possible. You don't know. You don't know. Uh, but yeah, so she's getting her own little side story quest. And I'd like to say this. I don't think it has anything to do with Relic or Relic Gear or anything. Because they talk about when weapon enhancements start. And she's before that. She, where she's just gonna, she's just gonna be stepping on Rowena's territory a little bit. She's gonna be the new Rowena. Rowena's gonna be sending hitmen after her, after Totter. Right. <laughs> like, you stepping on my That's turf. the grand endeavor. We have to, we have to protect her. It's like the hitman's bodyguard with Ryan Reynolds and Samuel yeah. Jackson. <laughs> That's funny. Oh man. Uh, then we got, uh, a roadmap for each patch. To some degree. Point one is going to have the 24-man raid. It's going to have the Crystalline Conflict. It's going to have the Arcasadara tribe quest. Not calling them beast tribes, mind you. Just calling it a tribe quest at this point. Which makes sense. I'm still kind of surprised because the Arcasadara kind of live with everyone over there. So I wonder if this is a tribal village that doesn't actually interact with the rest of the, the island in some capacity. Because um, I just don't know. I don't really see Arcasadara as a tribe so much as just a race. I suppose. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's kind of weird. Um, Dragon Song's Reprise is the new ultimate. We knew that, but that's its name. Our next Unreal is Ultima, so we have Uwu.5, because it's Ultima Weapon Unreal. So we get, it's Uwu. We get it again. This is Ubu, and you never pursue Lubu. So, that's, uh, I'm going to go with the other one. I want to pursue. I want to pursue. Dynasty Warriors. Shout out for anyone who doesn't know. No, not Boo. Lou Boo. Chat. Don't pursue. Or do, if you're really strong. Then we have... Then we have 6.2. Um, that wasn't even it for 6.1, man. You skipped ahead. Bro, we still got the oh, trust yeah. system, the new calling cards, new hairstyles for Hrothgar... Imperium, which is the Ishgard housing, custom deliveries for Ameliance. You said she's mommy. Mommy. There you go. Mommy. Now, in previous custom delivery quests, you're allowed to change their outfits after you max out. <laughs> is that going to be available for mommy? Sly? Sly's like, so I'm going to have that done really quick. ASAP. ASAP. Yeah. ASAP. Yeah, people are like, I'm going to put it. I mean, with Charlemagne, <laughs> like, with Charlemagne, poor Charlemagne, like, he just, he just dresses awful. Holy crap. I mean, no, I should sure change He dresses for his job. He looks like, he looks like a third world pimp. Listen, pimping ain't easy. He comes from riches. He, 
Never mind. Yeah. Don't hate, appreciate. Okay? My God. Now we get the 6.2, and we get um, the trust system uh, for 2.0 dungeons, and um, we get it for 2 to 3 uh, Heaven's Ward. so weird. Main scenario dungeons. What a weird time. They're just like, yeah, you know, we'll throw in a couple of Heaven's Ward dungeons in there, too. You get, that means a new player who's they get halfway through Heaven's Ward and they're just like, wait, I can't do the vault alone? I can't do this with trust, why not? It just, it just stops in the middle. Oh man, that's funny. And then, of course, we get uh, new weapon enhancements. That's our relic. And the new Criterion Dungeon with variable difficulty. How are you feeling about this one? It's going to be so easy. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm, they use a very specific choice of words for Criterion Dungeons, and that of variable difficulty for one to four players. I mean, basically, that's just Monster Hunter. Yeah. That's all that is, is Monster Hunter. Mm-hmm. It just scales with the number of people, which means that it should be, yeah. assuming everyone's equally skilled, about the same. In terms of, in terms of completion rate and being able to get it done and whatnot. Now, sometimes people play mm-hmm. worse on their own. I think that's evident with Palace of the Dead. I think it's also evident with Monster Hunter, where sometimes you play pretty well. Like, you're like, I can play well. Like, it's, it's, but when I'm alone, I have to make concessions that I don't have to make when I have other people around. Going for the tail, for example, when you're alone, suddenly, uh, worse to do in some cases, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, the question really is, what is it actually? Because saying it's a dungeon with variable difficulty is not... It's exciting because it's new and we we don't have anything it's else broad. in the game. Yeah. It's very broad in terms of uh, description. Yeah. Um, so, it's hard to say a lot. What I do find interesting is that it is coming alongside a new weapon enhancement, which tells me those two things might be one and the same. Need links. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I have a feeling it's going to be vital to the next. It, it's, it's, I think it's re- going to replace uh, exploration zones for this expansion. I think it's, we're not going to have a Bojdo. We're not going to have a, a Eureka. This is going to be what they try to do. I'm, I'm not saying for certain, but that's my prediction. When you say it like that, it sounds bad, but like on paper... I mean, again, we play, a lot of us play Monster Hunter, so it's just the same. So we've hunted the same monster like hundreds of times for a single part. This is no different. Yeah, I mean, it is going to be a lot different, but it's the idea of it being repeatable for like upgrades is going to be thing. Cause they need, it needs, yeah. my biggest concern with every time they release something new for Final Fantasy 14 is how will it be, how will its rewards be structured? So this can't be like a savage dungeon because otherwise we, it has to come with the expectation of like savage level gear, for example. Uh, and given it's in a point two patch that will also, of course, have pandemonium savage, even though it's, you know, they mention it at the bottom right there, you know, they, 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 you know, what we're not mentioning that's also in this patch, yada, yada, yada. Um, it, it, I can't imagine it's like too high on the item level scale. So. I, I'd expect it's got like lock boxes and, and, uh, things of that capacity. Reward structure similar to the exploration zones, just not as an exploration zone. Mm-hmm. Island Sanctuary debuts. That's a confirmation. They, we did not know when it would debut. It is now confirmed for 6.2. So get your Animal Crossings ready. 
I, I, even though they say it late, going back to six point one, um, data center travel confirmed for mm. six point one eight. Yes, correct, six point one eight. Yeah. So he says that later, but it, like, like I said it on Twitter, and Burn asked the same thing. He's like, "Yeah, I just noticed that he didn't really say anything." Six point one eight. Which, yeah. again, if we're going off of like current. Scheduling, I would say that's about maybe what? May? Possibly May. I was thinking early to mid-June. Um, and that's going to come into – I'll factor that in later because there's a slide yeah. later. That's why I, fa- I I consider it probably more of a June thing. But, yeah, either way, um, that's coming. Island Sanctuary debuting that patch. And, again, they I, I didn't mention this for 6.1, but they do, of course, say, you know, there's other things like trials. We know that, you know, Endwalker – I'm sorry, Endsinger Extreme, for example, in 6.1. Um, this one will have Pandemonium, Pandemonium Savage, another Fox Hollows update. The trial series that we don't know the theme of yet will also be in point two. Um, so all of those things, of course, a new Tombstone, Weekly Cap, all that, all, all the expected stuff. Um, and of course, Ildebrand Tataru, you know, as was in the, uh, the first, the first note. 6.3, trust expanding again. Deep Dungeon. Now, that was actually the first question I saw people posing was, is Criterion the new Deep Dungeon? Ooh. No. And I, like, once I saw Criterion, I'm like, no, that's not Deep Dungeon. Like, he's answered that question for me. I know. Yeah. I know. We're getting Deep Dungeon. Yep. And then. You're welcome. Next slide. <laughs> next slide. <laughs> You're deep welcome. Dungeon. This is actually still kind of exciting because, um, and I don't mean it's exciting. I guess I worded that kind of weirdly. Um, It's exciting because there's a lot of content here that was not Mm -hmm. in Shadowbringers, that was absent from Shadowbringers, and there are new ideas coming in as well. So what we're seeing Mm -hmm. is a very content-rich plan. Most of these things we're seeing are not things that people kind of just like, oh, fishing. You know, like, oh, there's new big fish or whatever, which will probably still be in these patches as well. But sometimes that's like a headline for a patch, and you're like, mm, cool. But this is like... Cool! Fucking fish! <laughs> yeah. Woo! But this is like, oh, when are we going to do a bass a bass fishing video game competition, Sly? I'll be down for that. Yeah, you I won't. You'll do. I knew you'd say yes, but you, but you give me shit about racing games. I mean, but, shit. I had hella beer. I, I, I had. I get free beer now. I get free beer now. I, I, I asked because I knew you was like. I bet you he says yes to a fucking fishing game, but he's, but he's still gonna whine about Mario mm-hmm. Party and kart racers. Mm-hmm. Son of a bitch. Mega bass fishing was the shit. <laughs> yeah, I played Sega bass fishing. <laughs> We can play Space Fisherman for the PlayStation 1. Google it. It was a Japan-only game where the theme song is Space Fisherman! (laughs) Space Fisherman! I had it on a demo disc on a PlayStation 1. Never forgot it. It sounds like a demo disc. Never came to the West. Never came to the West. Nope. Um, it's also going to, so on top of the deep dungeons, like I said, it's exciting because there's a lot of content also for a variable number of people. Deep dungeon is content for a variable number, number of people. Island sanctuary low, but you can, you can visit people. So I'll say variable for that. You have content for eight players like trials. You have the unreals, of course, returning, which are more weekly related stuff, more farming related stuff. And so this, this reminds me a lot more of Stormblood's track 
in terms of content compared to Shadowbringers, which was I, I did a lot in Shadowbringers, but a lot of it was digging into things I had skipped doing prior to Shadowbringers. Um, mm-hmm. and this seems to be more feeding into those things that I had skipped and went back to. And these are new things for that. So that's exciting yeah. for me when I see both Criterion, Deep Dungeon and all this other stuff. Speaking of all this other stuff, ultimate number five. One, Confirm. two, three, four, five. That's what we got for our ultimates right now. Confirmed. Yep. Uh, we don't know what it is. And of course the speculation is either Omega or the Warring Triad. Those are those are big on the list at the moment. But either way, uh, it seems like they took the advice of not waiting till point five to do an ultimate this time in case some other event were to happen that would render it pushed back to the next expansion. They are going to do it in point three. And I am very excited. But no third ultimate. If people holding on to that hope need to stop. There's never going to be a third ultimate. Sly? I just want to say, in regards to this ult- this fifth ultimate, temper your expectations. What does that mean? Again? Why? Just in case. Because, you know, that was the expectation last expansion, and it didn't happen. And, you know, there was a, a bit of initial, you know, snapback. No, I always, I always like... Ever- <sighs> okay. All right. <laughs> Right. <coughs> no, I'll be fine. Be hyped. Get excited. Don't listen to him. Have unreasonable expectations and and throw loud noises at people when they're not met. Okay? So that way we can make fun of you and it's entertainment. This is going on YouTube, so we, we yeah. have record of him saying that. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah that's why I threw the end part in of make of, of making yeah. fun of you. There mm-hmm. you go. Yeah, the 1.0 mm-hmm. ultimate. <laughs> so it's the 1.0 story as an ultimate. <laughs> no, that 1.0 was an ultimate for your soul. Slide. <laughs> Moving on, slide. Uh, again, Myths of the Realm, um, Fox Hollows, Other Trials, all that stuff mentioned as well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now this, uh, kind of threw, well, it didn't really throw anything off. I, I thought of you when I saw this next slide. So, um, the patch cycle. So previously, you know, one, there was one patch every three and a half months and Mike could like do this whole math thing and like math out. Okay. The next patch is going to be this date. I promise it. And. 95% of the time he's right. He's like, there was like a one, one to two, like one or two week margin of error. Like, like margin of error. Thank you. Now it's going to be every four months. They need to stop doing it in months is what needs to stop happening. Why? Because Why? they, Already haven't been doing it at three and a half months, so I don't know why they even say it was pretty. It's been seventeen weeks for because it's been skewed. It's been no. That's how what it was before. Before five point three was seventeen weeks. That's not three and a half months. Seventeen. There are there are there are fifty two weeks in a year. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, I really need to know. I don't remember. (laughs) 
There's 17 weeks in a patch. So 17, 34, 51. That's fucking in thirds. There was already four months. <laughs> Let's see. December 2nd, correct? Frame over. Super second. December what for launch? Third. Well the yeah. Third, third was the official launch. Yeah. Wait, was the uh, wait, okay. no, hold on. The third was early access. The seventh was launch. <laughs> can't, can't, can't get it twisted. Can't get it twisted. Slide seventeen week thing doesn't work anymore. Cause that's, oh, that's the whole point. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it was it already was four weeks. months is what I'm saying. That's really four and a half months because it's probably going to be 19 yeah. weeks now. Yeah. I'm not, I don't care. Like, I really don't care. It's whatever. I play the patches when they come out. But it bothers me that they don't just say 17 weeks going to 19 weeks because that's realistically what it is. Or 20 weeks even. Who knows that? I don't know how they're calculating their half months. Because a month, that could be 15 or 16 days. Who knows? It could be 14 days like it is in February. Huh. At least the reasons are good. I mean, the reasons were always going to be good. But they, we were like, oh, yeah, they need more time to develop. And he's like, no, they need more vacation time is what it is. <laughs> he's like, yes, also the workload, but also vacation time. One extra week of fine-tuning and an extra week in the summer and New Year's for employees. Yeah. That's a good deal. And uh, speaking of the employees, the actual next slide, um, they actually go into, you know, the hours. Like each bit of content takes going from patch three, the patch 3.3 series, to comparing the patch 3.3 series to the patch 5.3 series. And again, like it may, it may seem like small to you or like to a lot of you and minuscule, but again, not every game that get this, gets this kind of transparency. The only other company I can think of that really does it like this digital extremes, like you get updates like every damn week with digital extremes. So shout out to digital extremes and Warframe. Um, but yeah, not a lot of companies give you this transparency. So, like, it may, might seem small, but again, hand claps for them actually doing this and showing the time it takes. Well, I really think they do this to appease the people who bitch. And like, no, they do, again, they they don't do, it doesn't God appease anybody. They just do it because people bitch. Because so I, I'd say a lot of people look at the content they do regularly and the number of hours they spend doing it mm-hmm. and not the quantity of that. Cause like this is saying there's 60 quests in 3.3, 80 quests in 5.3, you know, nine types of content, 10 types of content, 11 jobs, 18 jobs, 17 bosses, 23 bosses, average cutscene time, number of cutscenes, you know, word count in Japanese, not to mention localization, which we'll talk about in a minute here. Um, it's just the volume of the work is increased. Even though their, their employee count has increased, it's still considerable. So they, they want to give it perspective yeah. to people. So 
please understand, please accept, and please look forward to it. Mike. And I hope they look forward to their extra two weeks a year of uh, vacation. Please do. Please do, indeed. Please take vacations. Yeah. Uh, that wrapped up the first half. And then we get into the second half, which actually started with a pretty exciting bit of news. Now, we noticed that Aimee, it was late for her. It was like 9 p.m. on the West Coast at that point, And she was uh, phoning in. She wasn't actually in Japan. Um, mm-hmm. Was replaced by Kate, who this is not her first time doing a translation for us. This is her second time, I believe, doing a live translation for us. And we got the news that Koji was actually promoted to supervisor of localization for all of the business division, including Final Fantasy 16, obviously, any game under that. And she is taking his particular job in the Final Fantasy 14 team. So promotions all around. So all these titles, she's responsible. He's responsible for all the titles. titles. Oh, you mean, okay, never mind. I understand. I thought you meant the quest titles. Yeah. Yeah. The quest titles. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, she's, she came out the gate and a lot of people really, really loved her, like right out the gate when she yeah. showed up on stage during the, uh, during the fan fest. So, um, and she handled this expertly as well. So we know, I think, I think we're probably in pretty good hands at this point, especially because no matter what, Koji is still oh, yeah. supervising. He's just not the one sitting there. He might get to go see his family at some point as a supervisor, you know? Does this mean Kate's joining the primals? Who knows? Kate, if you see this, tell your boss <laughs> that you want to be on the track. <laughs> <laughs> Kate Rat, let's go. There you go. I want to see Kate setting bars. Yes. She'll be better than Yoshi P at the very least. I can promise you that. At least when it comes to rapping. Yoshida can sing the Diaco theme, but do not let that man rap. Do not, do not allow it Ayo. to happen. Ayo. Ayo. Titania. Titania. God damn it. Oh man. Um, they, then they, they started this by just reiterating that way housing's gonna work in 6.1. Now they mm-hmm. had said, and people thought I was crazy for saying this, and I was like, no, I definitely remember them saying this. They said that they were, planning on so the first time they mentioned housing they mentioned they were going to do some lottery some split but when they said that they also said we currently have plans to actually do lottery only but we want your feedback they said that before and i was like yeah no they said they're doing all of them lottery at first and people like no they didn't i was like they totally fucking did then they said this and they said the same thing again and i'm like i told you they said that they're just repeating it and they're just asking for feedback again because y'all forgot. Because you'll you like that six point one. We'll worry about it later. Yeah. So right now the plan is only lottery based uh, plots unless player feedback dictates that they add some first come first serve or they change some to first come first serve. So that was the big thing they wanted to make sure. Otherwise, everything they explained before they they were reassuring us they did not need to explain it again. Oh, thank God for that. Uh. The free trial's resuming. Or in fact, has resumed as of three yep. days ago. Yep, returns. Yep. Uh, our letter from the producer, uh, number 69. Nice. Uh, nice. That's March 4th. We know about that. The soundtrack mm-hmm. is already available. We have the lyrics to uh, P4, and nobody expected it to be Shrieks and not Freaks. 
My one of my favorite jokes that I saw come out of that was the groom meme with the the whiteboard with the with the flipping thing. It says wild shrieks, wild shrieks. <laughs> so we got all the lyrics, Reacher minions flying around and stuff. They have some art that's being painted up. The hoodie, which I have already pre-ordered, the fat cat hoodie. Um, I got that from Itaipuji. Thank you again. And also, we're hiring. Please scan these QR. Bro, the hiring thing was so desperate. I couldn't believe it. Yoshi P literally said, you may not have much experience in game development, but if you know how to use Word and Excel, then, you know, apply. <laughs> My man said, if you know Word and Excel, please apply for our game designers. <laughs> Graphics we're gonna be in good hands. We're gonna be in good hands these next ten years. Bro, I might as well apply. I know how to use Word next. Can I was like, can I do it in my spare time since it's contract work? <laughs> can I sign a non-disclosure agreement and do it in my off time? <laughs> I just want my name in the credit. Actually, my name's already in the credits. What am I talking about? For uh, legacy, I'm in the legacy. The, le- yeah. the legacy place. Ugh. Um, but those were actually all at the end. Um, this was reformatted to skip what was a large Q&A regarding Endwalker spoilers. And there weren't very many Peaches questions in here. I was expecting a lot of nope. Peaches. And I didn't get that many. Maybe some grapes, but not a lot of Peaches. For day 4K? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but they asked, I mean, we're not going to go too deep into these. But, like, they yeah. ask about, you know, what's Azim up to? A lot of them they also didn't answer. Yeah. <laughs> They're just like. Although, like, I will I will say one of the questions that I'm glad got answered finally. Because um, they asked, someone asked, um, are there any, are there still any, um, Sundered Asians other than Finn Daniel and or the Black Mass Asians of lower rank running around. And who were the two masks that um guys were carrying around? And the two masks were Ultima and Dudalafon. Dudalafon, I've been wondering for the longest time where the fuck he was. And finally got that answer, so thank God. Yeah. It's funny because I was trying to as they were reading the question out loud, I said to my chat, I was like, that has to be Ultima and either Dudalafon or one other person. And then they said it was Ultimate Dudalphon. I was like, oh, well, there you go. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's who it was, yeah. Uh, and then they also make sure to mention that he killed their bodies. But it's as we know, that's not necessarily the same as, you know, what we do to an mm-hmm. Asian or what we've done to an Asian. So we could have another Mitron slash Lowgriff situation with them at some point in the future. Yeah. We, have, we just don't know. Um, they talked about asking, what was Azim doing in the final days? And... It's a secret. Not that they wouldn't tell us, but that it was a secret they know, and they don't know if they'll talk about it. So it means that they've already thought about this question, and they just don't want to divulge mm-hmm. it yet. Um, yep. I assume he was just going around helping people, because that's what we do. I mean, that's they could have just said that, and that would have been fine. Uh, he was doing Mahjong, as it says right here. Um, why did Zeno's dream of Amaroth's final days? We kind of also predicted this in some of the the lore shows that we did, and that he's a descendant of an Asian. So, yeah, it just skips a generation. Yeah, he's an he's an autism. There you go. Yeah. 
uh, how did all, how did all three of the Unsunders actually escape? That was a pretty interesting answer because Vanaa deliberately needed to make sure that Emmett didn't get unsundered, and he just happened to be with Lahabrea and Elidibus, who had already separated from Zodiac's heart at the time, so he was still an unsundered at the time, and then they just worked together to survive. So that was um, that's pretty that's pretty interesting because that is that is a good question. That is something we were wondering and doesn't have a definitive answer in game. Uh, it's inferred at best that the Emmett Selk thing. So uh, I think when he says that she uh, she probably if I was if I were to give you enough credit that I'd assume that you planned for this outcome all along or something like that. It's supposed to infer that she knew that that had to happen that way. Um, so that was that was really good. Um, there's the question you asked. Uh, how much time has passed? He's like, no. Nope. He doesn't want to do it. He just is like, uh, he's like in the cutscenes, like in the trailers, they act like real world years have gone by, like two and a half years, two years. But for the in game, they can't do that. They're not reflecting the length of the story. They're just reflecting the length, the, the actual length of the MMO. So he's like, I, I don't want to go down this rabbit hole. I can't hear, feel, think, perhaps. <laughs> 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 um, Emmett Selk and Hithlidaeus return to the Ethereal Sea. Uh, so could they be reborn? Uh, yeah. I mean, theoretically, they would be reborn into the source like everyone else. But, but not... they're fine where they are. Yeah. They don't want to come back. But it would be something like Gaia, essentially. Because Logriff was reincarnated yeah. as Gaia. But it's not like Gaia's like, I'm Logriff. Ah. So you had to have that, like, awakened. Like, that was the whole, that was the whole thing. Their souls returning and being reborn is not that not as important as what Emmett used to do in like awakening them with the memory stones. So mm-hmm. uh, without, without that, it kind of just, it doesn't really matter that much that even if they are um, souls will become, they have set out to do so their souls will be completely purified. And if then they don't really want to come back. And I think we, they kind of say, you know, Emmett even suggests like, I don't, I don't want to be here. <laughs> this place. I want my old world back. This place, this place sucks. They don't even have a Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> Rowena's taking control. Um, will the star be renamed to Aetherus? And I think they said that uh, it's probably not the best. I thing mean, to be. it's, it's Aetherus to the people who know it, but yeah. like everybody else will Highland. Yeah, that's essentially what will happen. Yeah, because um, they talk, make mention of civilizations outside of the ones we've experienced, not even maybe calling it Hydaelyn. They might have a completely different name for the planet because we don't like work with them to like to take to dictate what they call things. But not even that. The PR team doesn't want to have to deal with that after all these years. They're like, yeah, no Hydaelyn, and it's like now all of a sudden it's just like, oh no, actually it's a theorist. And the PR team is like, I don't want to, I don't want to do that shit. Well, Zeno's come back to life again. I don't like how he's dancing around this question. He dances around the minion question, too. He's like, I mean, you know, if, if would we really want him around? Uh, you know. <laughs> you know, Maybe a minion soon. Yeah. Maybe. We did show his heart stop beating, right? <laughs> <laughs> Put it like this, if he's a minion, you know he's not coming back. 
That's not entirely true. He said that when their story beats have been largely settled, which is why we have multiple versions of some people's minions, because that part of their story is gone. So, <laughs> oh boy. Uh, they talk about, um, the Sundered world and the races and, you know, and then asking how the Sundered races end up so different the way that they are. Uh, he doesn't want to answer too much of that because he's scared. <laughs> um, he says, will we go to some of the places I haven't mentioned? Of course, you know, when we decide that we want to, they're just on the table. Uh, Emmett Selk adjusted our warrior of light to be closer to an ancient's height, given how tall Medion was compared to us. Feel like she shrunk. Yeah, they're talking about size comparisons because, like, when we first interact with like Emmett, he, you can see how much taller he is than us. But then suddenly we're like next to him, and he, we look like our correct height. Um, but then with Medion, we're the same height back then and forward, so it doesn't make that doesn't make as much sense. And they're just like, eh, just Ultima Thule is weird. She can do whatever she wants in Ultima Thule. That's not it's not the same. So in other words, don't think about it. Where were all the onions on Thavnir? I got, I want free onions. I don't want to grow all these things. So let me buy onions. And they were like, maybe we didn't go to the part that makes the onions. <laughs> Fucking cop onions out. Sort of new peaches. Yeah. Oh man. Now this I thought was another interesting bit. Uh, so Hydaelyn and Zodiac, they have confirmed completely destroyed. There is nothing left of them. Right. But more importantly, because Zodiac's pieces, each we learn that each moon in each reflection actually had a piece of Zodiac inside of it, which makes sense, given everything that you know we know. Um, but when the main body was destroyed, that would have destroyed all the other pieces. Mm -hmm. But then in a later question, they ask about the moon on the other planets, and that they actually don't want to talk too much about it because they might do something with it. Let me see if I can find that question. Yeah. The Sorcerer's Moon. I want to tell you the Reflections Moon. Each, the Reflections Moons have their own significance, but I can't talk about it. And they are going to be talking about it in other patches. I still wonder about the World of Darkness's Moon being completely covered in Dark Aether and if that had any impact on anything. I still wonder about that. It bugs me. I must know. <sighs> Eleven's not a shard. That's not how shards work. <laughs> that's that's not how they work. <laughs> I don't know why people don't understand that's not how shards work. Uh, what else was there? Um, Warrior of Light messing around in Elpis didn't create alternate timelines. I'm surprised that. That was honestly the most peaches question. That's answered in the fucking game while you're doing the story. So... There's that. Will we ever get to see a grown-up Alphano and Alice And they're like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if we should do that. He didn't say, he didn't say that for the reason why I thought he was going to say it. He just said maybe people wouldn't like them as much when they're taller. But a lot of English comments saying, do it. <laughs> Fox gone <laughs> reading Twitch chat again. Do it. Do it. Do it. Uh, Vanaz said that not even her soul would remain, uh, she, cause she used all her ether in the fight. That's all there is to that. Will we no longer have the blessing of light? Uh, we will still have it because it's a blessing. It's not like it needs to be powered by her. Uh, 
the red sigils on the Asian faces are something the convocation used for identification purposes. Um, and it helps them control their intense magical power. So which is why we only see that it show up when they're like, I'm going to do something that makes me look strong. The seed of Yoshida. No, no seed of Yoshida. Well, in the full identities of the full convocation, uh, they've already decided on their true names and identities, but they don't know when they're going to tell you or how. So there you go. I kind of have an idea about this. Yeah, we most of us kind of have idea. I mean, the big thing is that they keep using characters from the pantheon, so you can kind of just go down the pan- the the Greek pantheon and kind of make it all make sense. I mean, not even that. Um, we've met Mitron before, haven't we? Yeah, Mitron is Mitron is from the Eden series. Yeah, we know. Is he's Artemis? But he's well. He's still alive, correct? Yeah, his soul. He he returned to the ethereal sea. Yeah, we didn't we didn't obliterate him, correct? Yeah, we'll meet him again as a fisher. (laughs) Stop. No, the words of Mitron was in. um, I know. What was it? No, yeah. Sly. We're not going to meet him again. <laughs> By the time he's reincarnated, the words of, he's a baby. The words of Mitron was ichthyology. He's going to be a fisher. No. In a, in a time skip. Yes. No matter. We're never going to meet him again. We're done with that. Okay? That's all there is to it. We There's only one person now who we know that they know they're an Asian, and that's Gaia, who is Logriff. She's well aware <laughs> she was Logriff and can use Asian powers. That is the one. Okay, we're gonna. That's the only one. I promise. The rest of them are never gonna have enough time to be reborn. Homerud's a a botanist. Okay, that's fine, but that doesn't. Never mind. (laughs) Never mind. Uh, They talk about Vanaz's plan to save the world. They talk about uh, what was Yoshi P being such a perfectionist about because he mentioned that he was being that way. That's why they delayed it, you know, two more weeks for the expansion, which I honestly (laughs) forgot happened until they mentioned this. I had honestly forgotten we had a two-week delay for the expansion launch at some point. I didn't. I just, it just left my mind. I couldn't, I couldn't do it. Um... Then they got into random not story related questions about healing and like job balance out of nowhere. <laughs> they went out of nowhere. They didn't like all the questions weren't going to be on that lore. They said they would. It literally says Endwalker MSQ Q&A. <laughs> and then they're just like, by the way, healers are putting out uh, too much healing compared to damage taken. There's not enough healing required. And all he said was that it's the first tier. It's always easier. So do ulti- go do ultimate. <laughs> His exact words. Just go do ultimate. See, see if you're still complaining <laughs> about that. Just do ultimate content and suffer. But then they talked. Dark Knight is going to have a bunch of job adjustments. I think that's a, a soft confirmation of a Dark Knight rework in six point one. Mm-hmm. Um, they're looking at the feedback and trying to fulfill many, many requests. So we'll see how that turns out. Machinist, White Mage, Dragoon, getting another jump animation reduction. I'm assuming that's to, because they say jump, but I think they mean Star Diver. Star Diver. Yeah. 100%. It's, a, it's Star Diver. Yeah. It's Star Diver and Dragonfire Diver both. I mean, honestly, all the not high. No, no, no. Not even, not even Dragonfire Dive. It's just Star Diver. 
Dragonfire Dive's also a little, still a little long. It feels longer at the very least. I was when I was leveling Dragoon, I was like, I still don't like using. It. It's honestly, it's the travel time that's more than anything. It's the lock at the end isn't as long. But yeah, it might it, that that might be what makes it seem a little slow. But like the animation itself is fine. Like there's no lock on it. Honestly, you can get like you can pretty much move out of it once like once it happens and it happens in a snap. But not a star diver. Yeah. Holy fuck, yeah. Yeah, so Star Diver, that's probably very... Because Star Diver, if you are even a little late, you clip. Like, it's not even that you can't mm-hmm. double weave. You almost cannot single weave with Star Diver. No! No! <laughs> it's way too long. Um, So they're just confirming, yeah, some jobs that are going to be getting adjustments and stuff. And again, just because they don't mention a job doesn't mean it's not seeing adjustments. That's another important little disclaimer to have. Um, will we get more glamour plates? They're gonna yes, six point one will increase the plates, and they are also working on more dresser space as well. Um, but they'll update us more on that in the future. Um Charlie informed members uniform, something they've already decided upon. Uh more Garlean outfits as well, something they're already talking about. Mm-hmm. Um the song from the radio in Garlemald is gonna be getting uh an orchestrian in six point one, the one with the distortion and give us the radio. I want the goddamn radio video more than anything. Radio star, though. Stop it. <laughs> Fucking stop it. Like, really, they're like, in, in terms of aesthetics, there are two things I want. Um, hell, we've had one since Shadowbringers, but I, but I see it in, um, in Brazatan. I want, well, first of all, I want the radio. Secondly, whoever the goddess of the, the mock station is, please give us the shaker emote. Oh yeah, that's gonna happen at some point, no doubt. Yeah. I want that. Please and thank you. Can we live on the moon? <laughs> you know, should have looked at Foxhaw and just, just tell them someday. <laughs> <laughs> just say it. Just please try living in Ishgard first. <laughs> just one one place at a time. Oh man. And then this is when they kind of went into the housing explanation for the other thing. Mm-hmm. Um, the minions question, you know, like, yeah, sure. Xenos, uh, is it okay? Even if we, again, too coy. Don't like it. Too coy about the Xenos minion and whatnot. Um, female Hrothgars, they're still working on it. Uh, it's just going to be, it's going to be a while. That's it. Um, they're, they're narrowing down the exact look they want to go for. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's in development. They're doing it. They're again, they're like, no, we didn't back out. No, seriously, we're doing it. And we don't really care how many people play as female Hrothgar. We just want to complete it. But for real, this is the last one. No more races after this. <laughs> it's the last one. It's the last one. Stop asking. DNA point oh. No, it's the last one. That is it. We'll come back to, we'll come back to this in 8.0. Now, actually, something I didn't notice, and I'm going to add it to the show, um, and I actually should make a standalone video. Um, on the 21st of February, there's a four-gamer interview that's translated just under this, so I might as well cover it while we're here. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the first question was, are there plans to prepare a Hall of the Intermediate for people? And the devs do think it's something they need to do. Um, they also think that the instance dungeons are the serve as the venue for self-learning, but... They think there is something to address here. So that's a saw, that's much closer than the previous answers we've gotten. So yeah, the devs want to do a hall of the intermediate. So there's a actual probability of it, even though Yoshi P's not like telling them they have to do it. Um, mm-hmm. 
Let's see. Uh, Ormvale is an optional dungeon in the main story and is will not be converted. So Ormvale will not get the trust system, it would appear. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be largely focused. That would mean that Cutter's Cry. Actually, no, I think Cutter's Cry is used in two point in like a later patch. I think you do. Oh, no, they got rid of that. Right. That's when they got rid of Ormvale also being part of the MSQ. Right, 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 right. I remember that. Yeah, we'll see. Some of those, uh, some of those might not have them. Okay. Uh, nameless adventurers will not actually have that many dialogues. Main scenario roulette will be gone, Yoshida thinks. Be consolidated as part of the dungeons available in duty roulette leveling. So that's what, that's the Praetorium and, uh, Castrum gonna be in duty roulette leveling. Um, and then the battle with Ultima will be similar to ones with Titan and Efreet back in the story mode. Okay. Uh, Let's see, Guys will not be given much information since he's a key character of Realm Reborn and someone of a spoiler. Magitek armor gimmick we see in the Praetorium will be changed entirely. Uh, the two instance dungeons that was made in a hurry and ignored the usual content format will no longer be played in the future. So do your farewells. Nerd <laughs> something. Yeah, there you go. Um, Squadron uses a completely different system than Trusts. Uh, they do think that... Uh, Switching the system of squadrons to utilize the same exact system as trusts after everything is updated would be a good idea. Uh, squadrons will not be gone. They're not getting rid of them, but they, if anything, want to update them after they're done with all their trust-related stuff. Uh, what's another one here? Storyboard for 7.0 is already underway, so they already have an idea of where that's going. Um, they're going to be optimizing the PS4 version through 6.x for when 7.0 gets its high-res textures. Make sure they want to make sure the game runs smoothly. Uh, there's no, they're not planning a streamer mode <laughs> for for the game so to restrict how people appear in streams. Like they would like to hide characters and stuff. Um, so that's not going to happen. Graphical updates expand character creation. No, that's something completely different. And will they add score attack feature for any tutorial based content like intermediate hall? And they said, uh, let's see, possible devs will be inclined to forego the opportunity to adjust specific skills. So that's a maybe, but there's issues with it. They won't rule it out, but won't promise it either. Oh, man. It's a good incentive, I think. I, for, for tutorials, honestly, I want it more for other content built into the game. Yeah, I know you want it for other, more for, like, you know, challenge stuff. You want yeah. challenge stuff, but, yeah, like, for... For learning, it's a good incentive, I think. But you know how crazy it would be if there was a ghost system where, like, you watch yourself run the dungeon prior and <laughs> you had to try to race yourself? No. Because it's already in GT and I already have a fucking well, problem. Well, it's a fucking it. racing game. That's where I got the idea, Sly. Because it, it gets in my way sometimes and I can't see my lines. I did it. I did. I loved ghost racing my ghost in Diddy Kong Racing. One of the best racing games of all time. Bro, I can't wait till we get a remake of this of Diddy Kong Racing. Jesus, one of the best games of all time. Come on, they abandoned that game. They did it dirty when it was a very good game. So that's the live letter, ladies and gentlemen. My man doesn't like it, and. Uh... Yes, it is. Uh, and, uh, yeah, we didn't, surprisingly, we didn't take three hours. I mean, it wasn't that, it wasn't that long of a live letter, honestly. It was, I mean, it was, it was like three and a half, 
four-ish hours, but it was like... But that's that's the usual. That's the usual. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wasn't six is what it wasn't. That much I can promise you. Yeah. So thank goodness for that. Ugh. I can't do it. Six hours. (laughs) Yeah, but that's going to be a wrap. We can go back to playing Elden Ring and Final Fantasy VI. Hey. There you go. We did it. Uh, next week is next Saturday, as a reminder, at noon. Uh, so Friday, mm-hmm. we will not be doing it. Uh, all right. That works out, I'd say. That's pretty good. Sound good? All right. With that. Playing great plan. Everyone. What was that? <laughs> great vine? Is that, a, is that a pun? That's a good plan, great plan. Oh, I thought you said, it's, I, I thought you said that's something for the grapevine. That's what I thought. I just got grapes on the mind. No. All right. That's it. Yeah, 4K grapes. Yeah, 4K grapes. Anyway, with that, thank you for watching, everyone. Sly, why don't you tell them what you're up to and where they can find you at? Oh, ring. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, you, you can find me at twitch.tv slash Sly, aka Gray Fox. You can find me on Twitter at Sly the Fox. Uh, yeah, Elden Ring. Uh, actually, before GT7 comes out, I, uh, next week I'll be splitting my time between Elden Ring and Monarch because Elden Ring came like shortly after Monarch. I'm still in the process of finishing Monarch, so I'm actually in the latter half of the middle part of Monarch. So yeah, I'll split some days up. Um, but yeah, uh, Elden Ring, Monarch, GT7 next week. Um, and then of course, first Saturday next week, which there is a uh, there is a teaser out for uh, the event for uh, next Saturday. So um, there you go. Next Saturday, you'll you'll get more information very soon about what the event will be. If you couldn't already tell, but you'll get more information very soon. That's it. Taps, what are you doing? Where can they, where can they find you? You can find me, Mr. Happy1227, everywhere. Just Google it. Uh, right now, finishing Final Fantasy VI Pixel Remaster. I am at the very end. I, I, I broke off to do this podcast, but I'm going right back to it once we're done. I'm not even going to make a lunch yet. I'm going to eat after I'm done. And then tomorrow I will start Elden Ring. So. Uh, that way I can actually rest up for an afternoon and then do an insane number of hours in Elden Ring to at least beat that. Maybe not 100% it, but beat it before Triangle Strategy comes yeah. out next week. And for him, before GT7 comes out next week. That is what the plan currently is. So, with that, we'll be back next week to talk about Patch 6.1. And that's it. We're done. Yeah. See you later. I don't know. That's it. Bye. <laughs> See you next week. Holy shit. <laughs> Do you not even know how to close out a show anymore? <laughs> Thinking about Final Fantasy VI and Elden Ring. Have we cut? <laughs>